All right. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we're back. Welcome back to the Newbie Photographer Podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Holritz. And uh, it is good to have you here for what is still a relatively new project. We're only about, what is it now, 13, 14 episodes in. And um, if you're joining us for the first time, welcome. We are here to simplify photography and photography business for new photographers. So if you're in, say, the first three years of building a photography business, or maybe you're just getting ready to get started, you're trying to figure out how to get started, this is the place for you. Really fun format, 15, 20-minute episodes for the most part. And um, we're going to distill principles and concepts that will drive a healthy business and help you take beautiful pictures in that simple, short format, really practical, actionable information. And that is our goal here. And as we're starting this series, we're doing, or starting the podcast, I should say, we're doing a series called I Wish I Knew. And I'm having established photographers and business owners come on the show and share a principle, an idea that they wish they knew when they first started their photography business. And uh, today, it is a privilege to have, uh, it, not a return guest for this show, I've had you on my other podcast before, Ashley, but Ashley Freehan is here with me. Ashley, thank you for coming to hang out with me for the Newbie Photographer Podcast. Absolutely. I'm excited to be here. Well, we're going to actually talk today about the significance of relationships. But before we do that, I'd love, Ashley, for you just to introduce yourself, kind of your entrepreneurial background for our listeners that aren't familiar with you. Yeah, absolutely. So currently, I am a brand photographer. I live in Arizona. And I also am a coach for mom photographers, teaching them how to really step into that CEO role in their photography business. And I've been doing photography for gosh, it's been over 13 years. But I would say the first three years, I was doing it really as a hobby. And I didn't really take myself seriously. So it took me about three years, I would say to like really step into that role of calling myself more of a professional photographer. And do me a favor, Ashley, if you will, I actually pulled up the purpose gathering, which we can talk about briefly here in just a second, um, that website, but also remind us of your photography website, if you will. So I actually combined my photography website onto the Purpose Gatherings website. So if you just head to thepurposegathering.com slash photography, you'll see my photography section there. So I did this to simplify because, you know, having multiple businesses can be really hard to manage. So I just streamlined it onto one website. Perfect. Okay. I just wanted to make sure I got that right. So for those of you who are watching the live stream, you saw the purposegathering.com. I popped it up there on screen and then the same thing on Instagram as well. And I'm going to jump back over to your site here, Ashley, as we're talking and everybody can can see the purposegathering.com Ashley's site there. And you can learn more about her brand and her photography as well by following her at the purpose gathering there on Instagram, uh, as well as going to her site. And Ashley, I want to kind of jump to our the main question for this series that we're doing, I wish I knew. I'm curious what big principle idea concept you wish you knew more about when you first started your business. Well, Nathan, there are so many things I wish I would have known, but to just really (laughs) narrow in on one thing, I think it's the idea of surrounding myself with community and really leaning into the relationships around me. I think when I first started as a photographer, I just sort of viewed everyone else who did photography as competition. Um, I reached out to a lot of photographers for support, and a lot of them were not willing to help me unless I paid. And that was really hard as a beginning photographer, because I just kind of wanted that community and that support, and I didn't find it right away. So 
I kind of just went into my own, you know, little black hole. And I was like, okay, fine, I'll just do this all by myself. And it was really hard. And so I think that's really the big idea for me here today is just the community and opening up myself to being in relationships with photographers, but Mm -hmm. also with other, you know, vendors as well. So, and we're going to talk about what that looks like on a very practical level for your business so that our listeners kind of take that, those ideas and and apply them to theirs as well. But before we do that, I'm curious, a lot of photographers in our industry kind of categorize themselves as introverts and Mm -hmm. um, then couple that with the fact that it's just very easy these days to sit behind a computer and just jump on, you know, Facebook or Instagram or whatever it might be and not actually make the effort to get out and connect with people in person. And so those two things I think have led to, I mean, at least my personal experience in our local marketplace anyway, certainly has led to a lack of in-person connection between at least the photography community anyway. Is that something that you've noticed in your marketplace as well? Yes, absolutely. So when I first started my business, as I mentioned, 13 years ago, Um, podcasts were not super popular as they are now. Um, Blogs were still a thing, but you know, as a busy mom, I didn't really have time to read blogs, or I guess I should say I didn't make time because I hate saying I didn't have time (laughs) because I did, but it was just harder to come by and I did not prioritize that. And so it really was hard to find information that I felt was relevant. And that was something that was affordable as a new business owner. And so I really struggled with that. Um, I do think that, you know, post pandemic now, like still, it's still hard to find that in-person community. And what in-person communities I did find are not happening anymore. And so I do feel like they are a little bit short lived and Mm -hmm. it's hard to find for sure. And do you consider yourself an introvert? I know a lot of photographers do. Would you say the same thing or how do you, do do you even give yourself that label? Yeah, so it's funny because I would have always called myself an extrovert until I got married and I married a very introverted introvert. And I think over the years, and we've been married for 14 years, so I think over the years I've kind of adopted some of that introvertedness. So I would call myself an extrovert, but only when I need to be. Otherwise, I just prefer to be a little more introverted. And I think it's mm. because like being a leader and maybe you experience this as well, like sometimes it's it's exhausted, o- exhausting, always leading the conversation and always providing value. And sometimes I like to just sit back and listen. <laughs> and so yeah. I think, you know, maybe some people would see me and meet me for the first time and think I was an introvert, but I'm definitely, I feel like when I need to, I can rise to that occasion of being more extroverted and you know, just popping in like, like what comes to mind, Nathan is like networking events and how awkward those can feel. And I would be that person that would walk into the group and be like, Hey, guys, do you mind if I join your conversation? Yeah. And my friends would be like, that is so awkward. Like, how do you do that? And I'm like, (laughs) I don't know, I just do it. (laughs) Just do it. Well, yeah, and it certainly wasn't meant to be a leading question per se. But it's interesting to me, that your, at least your story anyway, is it's a really wonderful example of the fact that we can actually adapt. I, I think a lot of, a lot of photographers, mm-hmm. and the reason I bring this up is because it's been such a theme in our industry and my other podcast, the Boca podcast, it's it come up quite a bit, actually. Photographers tend to, in many cases anyway, label themselves of, as introverts and they almost, I'm concerned that they use it as a crutch, a reason not to mm-hmm. connect with people in the context of a networking event or maybe just getting yeah. out and connecting with other photographers, you know, grabbing lunch or, or otherwise. 
that they'll use that as a reason not to make the effort to connect or to be less communicative maybe with their clients. And I think it's, it really hinders growth, certainly as an individual, but also hinders growth as a business if you're not willing to get out there and make the connections, create the opportunity for relationships to develop. And so I, I love that you've demonstrated the fact that it really is just a choice in the end one, and you can mm -hmm. learn to adapt, especially to various scenarios as needed. And I think we could all take that to heart. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I definitely agree because I hear that a lot too. Maybe not in this exact instance, but using excuses, or as you mentioned, a crutch to really play the victim of like, oh, I just, you know, this is just who I am. And I guess I'll just live in that pity. <laughs> and I feel like that does hinder a lot of photographers because yeah. they're not willing to try something that might feel awkward. But in the reality of things, the awkwardness actually leads to growth and change. And if we're not willing to do those type of uncomfortable things, sometimes I feel like then you're just going to maybe just stay put. And I don't I don't want to stay put. I don't think you do either. So oh. sometimes challenging yourself and stepping into that uncomfortableness leads to what you've always been hoping for. That's uh, a great way to sum it up. Okay, so before we get into, again, practical application, just briefly tell me, what was the turning point? Like, how far into business did you realize, oh my goodness, mm -hmm. I really need to do what you were describing earlier, to, to leverage the opportunity, yes. which is developing, actively developing relationships with probably not only potential clients, but the, the others that you work, the photographers, the vendors that work in your industry? Yeah, absolutely. So I would say it took me about three years. And there was this pivotal moment when I decided to invest in my first workshop, that I was surrounded by other photographers who were also in like a similar situation as me who wanted to grow their business, but just felt stuck. And so I felt like that three year period was really that pivotal moment when I was like, okay, I'm ready to stop treating this business like just a hobby. I'm ready to actually step into, you know, making this business a real business. Yeah. And what does that look like? And so I feel like that was the turning point of like, there are so many people out there who are willing to share. It's not everybody is not, you know, not willing to share. It's just finding the right people. It's finding that community of people who are also like just beginning like you are. And so finding that group that can help support you while you're growing and learning and sharing with them, but then also, you know, finding those people who are ahead of you who can shed light on things that maybe like you are doing, like you wish they would have known when they first started perspective. Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, in 20 minutes, we're saving you three years, apparently, at least based on exactly. Ashley's <laughs> and Ashley's story here. And so let's actually get into that practical application. How have you taken this realization of the significance of relationships of different kinds in your business and applied it to your business? What does that look like for you? Yeah, absolutely. So the first thing that I did was just be open to connection with people and be open to the idea that it's okay to network with other photographers. And what I've actually found is that other photographers have sent me more referrals than any other industry that I have created connections with. And so I am such an advocate for getting to know other photographers. And I know we've talked about this on a previous episode together, but for those who haven't heard that episode, I think it's so important that you focus more on the depth of the relationship than how many relationships you're creating. Yeah, and so that's really important 
important to me is to make sure that when I am connecting with other photographers, especially, that I'm not trying to connect with 10 of them on a surface level, but I'm trying to connect with two or maybe three on a really deeper level. That's really good. Yeah. Now I did this kind of to a fault as a wedding photographer. We had a, a incredible relationship actually with a local wedding coordinator in here in the Chattanooga market who drove quite a bit of business for us. Now, had I multiplied that out and done that with other wedding coordinators as well, um, I think we could potentially have even done more business than that we did. Uh, but you're right. The depth in a relationship can translate to so much more than just all these surface level relationships. Taylor was the coordinator's name and we had a, a really wonderful working relationship with Taylor that turned into a personal relationship as well. We were able to provide her family photography. Of course, in turn, she was referring clients to us literally to the point where she would bring them to our studio, sit down and sell for me. I wouldn't even have to say anything. It was incredible. So that's the kind of depth that that at least I would be looking for in working relationships with those in my community. So I, I think that's a really important point. Okay, take us to the second one. Yeah, absolutely. So you segue perfectly into that second one, which for me was really getting connected with local um, complimentary vendors. So when I first started, I was shooting anything and everything. Then I transitioned and niche down to only shooting weddings. And so obviously, as you mentioned, wedding coordinators and wedding venues were a really important first step for me to connect yeah. with because usually the bride books their venue and their wedding planner before their photographer. And so I just made it a point to connect with not necessarily like anyone and everyone who would return my email or Instagram DM, but it was more so like, who do I really connect with? Who do I really feel like I would be good friends with in real life? Mm. And so I would just reach out to them and be like, hey, I would love to meet up with you. I'll bring you your favorite coffee and let's just chat about, you know, business and our brides and the experience that we're giving them. I would really just love to connect with you. And I never had anyone turn me down. Everyone was so interested in just talking to another wedding vendor. And so what I thought was just going to be a connection chat led to most of them, probably I would say like 90% of them adding me to their preferred vendor list because they were so surprised that I even took the time of day to come and meet with them. Mm. And so it could be something just that simple. I know we have just a few minutes left. Will you comment, like take 30 seconds to just comment on the significance of development? You talked about depth in the relationships um, for your yeah. first point, especially as it relates to wedding vendors. In many markets, at least the larger markets anyway, these vendors are used to photographers coming to them and at least trying to, on a very surface level, do business with them, trying to get on that list, right? Yeah. How do you, whether it's for wedding photographers or portrait photographers, how do you approach a vendor I guess with the premise, which is making sure that you add value and, and yeah. really giving that genuine desire that communicating that genuine desire to add value versus just coming off like salesy and just wanting something from them. Yeah, absolutely. I think I went into each conversation and each outreach of just how can I get to know this person better? I never once brought up what I could offer um, in the sense of like, hey, hire me or add me to your list. I never did that. If the conversation kind of led to, you know, oh, yeah, here's our website and our photos are a little outdated, then I would offer to update their headshots for them. Not everyone took me up on that. And that's totally fine. But I made the offer. But I didn't pitch it 
like that because I sometimes felt like that was over the top. Like, mm. hey, I'm going to bring you this value, but okay. hopefully you give me something in return. It yeah. was more so like, I just genuinely wanted to learn about them. I wanted to mm. know about their business. How did you get started in this? What was your journey like? And that led really naturally to them then asking me the same thing. And so I feel like it was just very reciprocal, but it was mostly unselfish on my part, just going in really wanting to create a connection and seeing where it went from there. Okay, so we started with being just being open in general to connecting with other photographers because there is yep. maybe that natural apprehension about competition, right? Especially in our local mm -hmm. marketplace, but learning to be open to those and the potential value that can come from those relationships to connect with local complementary vendors. And again, this holds yep. true not just for wedding photographers, but portrait photographers as well. What's number three? Mm -hmm. So number three is really going deeper with those connections. So for me, when I, I felt like just lonely, right, as a photographer and being like, okay, how can I take these relationships to the next level? So I actually created working relationships with some of these photographers, and I would invite them to go to coffee and maybe content plan together. And so what started as like just a really cool excuse for me to get out of the house and to like meet up with a friend turned into some of the most like deep relationships in that season, where then we became like business besties and we would meet every week for coffee and we would never miss it and we would content plan together because we saw the bigger picture that there are mm. so many you know there's so much business in every market the reason the market yeah. is saturated is because there's a need for photographers right and so we just instead of deciding to do life side by side we decided to do it together and to content plan together and it just made it so much more fun so don't be afraid to ask. Don't be afraid to reach out and put yourself out there to create these deeper relationships. It makes business so much more fun. Oh, beautifully summed up. Yeah. And, and again, being, I mean, even now, and I've been in the photography industry for 20 plus years, I, I live in an apartment and a lot of the times I'm just in the apartment on my own working and right. it really does get lonely. Like we it need does. to get out and connect with other human beings that benefits and benefits us in so many ways. And of course we can look for those opportunities to add value to those individuals lives as well. I know you told me before we got started, you've got four points. So let's get to that fourth one here before we finish up. So I, the fourth point was really looking for those in-person meetups and they might be hidden and so you might have to do a little bit of digging to find it or you might just have to create your own so i know that's actually how the purpose gathering got started was i was just really lonely as a mom and a business owner and i was like i don't know any meetup groups that are for mom business owners so I'm just gonna make one. And it was really great until the pandemic hit. And now yeah. I'm, and I've pivoted my business since then. And so I'm really still in the process of trying to decide like, what does that new meetup look like? But if you don't find one or you don't see one, just create your own. That That's, and I know that's probably overwhelming to some when they hear that create my own, what? Like, it's really mm -hmm. just as simple as reaching out to a couple of people and saying, let's go grab coffee or let's go grab lunch and yeah. just having a conversation. And likely if there's genuine effort put into that, that meeting, there's going to be interest in the potential of a follow-up meeting. So it doesn't have to be this big formal thing. You make an announcement about exactly. it. You can just get together with yeah. a few people and that's how those wonderful connections start. Well, I really appreciate the, the super practical, very applicable advice that you shared, Ashley, today. Remind our listeners one more time where they can find and follow you and learn a little bit more about what you have to offer. 
Yes, absolutely. So you can find pretty much everything over on my website, thepurposegathering.com. I am active on Instagram, but getting more active on TikTok. So give me a follow over there at Ashley Freehan. Perfect. Everybody, thank you so much for joining us for this episode of the Newbie Photographer Podcast. Have an absolutely wonderful day.